0: So river, river so valley, valley so rain. Welcome to the Axial Spondylarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life better. Welcome to this week's episode of the Axial Spondroarthritis Podcast. It is great to be back with everybody. First, I want to do one housekeeping bit of information. This week, I had some downloads come in from the country of Belize. That makes the 134th country that somebody, at a minimum, has accessed at least one episode of this. And again, goes to show why this is not just a... US disease or a, a it's around the world and we're just amazes me as we keep seeing countries pop up. And with that, that leads me into today's guest, which just Jennifer fisher Jennifer is the founder of Walk as One, which is a nonprofit based in Maine, is that right Jennifer?
1: It is. And yeah
0: you know, with that brief introduction, Tell us a little bit about Walk is One and why this is such a neat thing for anybody that either has AS or a partner of somebody that has AS to be involved with.
1: Oh, goodness. Okay, let's see if I can do this (laughs) in a short manner. Um, uh, Just a long story short, but leading up to it. You know, we all know that we have this little saying that it can take up to 10 years to get diagnosed with AXPA or AS. And that once we we have that happen, we're in a place that I call the crisis years where things are really bad. And we've gotten to a place where we really become so much less active because there's so much pain going on in our bodies. So the idea of movement, or even just simple walking can seem very overwhelming. However, it's apparently one of the best things we can do for ourselves. So I had done some advocacy work before I came up with the idea of walk your AS off, which was how we originally started as just a small Facebook group um i had read an article that asif or asif the ankylosing well now they're the axial Spondyloarthritis arthritis international federation it's a group of global um as organizations um, who who come together to promote advocacy awareness and um and and help people with with the family of diseases i read an article at that point in time that said you have to move it's so so important to move so I thought, well, okay, if that's so important, I'm gonna try to do this. And I would bet there are other people who would like to try to do it. And it's so difficult to um, motivate ourselves when you think, oh my gosh, I can barely you know, get to the kitchen right now. How the heck do they think I'm gonna do a mile? So we just started slowly. We started with um, an idea. Originally I thought, well, let's just see if we can all do a million steps together. And um, it's just gone from there, you know, first, then we circled the globe in steps and we came together and then we went to the moon and um, it's been, I think it was 2012 when we started. The nonprofit then was formed in 2015. It's about us moving and feeling better. But it's about community more than anything. And so we're coming together to support one another and also support our own health. And I think that's kind of the magic of it.
0: When I was first diagnosed, and again, my story is a little bit different in that not only was I diagnosed young, but it set the tone. I just thought everybody got diagnosed the same way. I did not realize there could be these long journeys. My pain Mm -hmm. started when I was about 10 years old. You know, the whole thing, growing pains, chiropractor, all, all that's tried. I go into a rheumatologist. Finally, by about 13, the chiropractor said, I, I've done everything I can do, and he's not getting better. I think you need to take him to a rheumatologist. Well, we lived in a mm-hmm. very rural area. We set an appointment for a rheumatologist. We walk in, sit down with the person, and I, it was January or February of 1984. Mm-hmm. And he says, okay, stand up. And I, I've said this before. He says, stand up. He, he checks my like strength in my hands. Just turn around, looks at my spine. Says, "Can you bend over and touch the floor?" Ask me a number of questions. He looks at me. Says, "You have ankylosing spondylitis." He goes, "Now let's go do all wow. the stuff to prove it." You know, blood test, da da da. And I'm like, "Oh, okay." And blood test came back positive for HLA B twenty seven. And but also that was 1984. Now his hmm. words to me, and I can still remember those. It's primarily a man's disease. When women get it, they don't get it as bad. But he did say it makes it mm-hmm. harder to diagnose in women. So it wasn't that he was right against them having it. He just said, it's harder to diagnose. And right. But again, that was 1984, but I, that set the tone for me going forward going, huh? Everybody, you know, it just must be this thing. You, you walk in and they, they do that, but there was no internet at that time. There was no anything as far as easy access. I didn't meet the first person, mm-hmm. another person with AS until I was 26. My story progressed so much differently. And I hear that folks like yourself tell me that it took all these years and these trials and these doctors, you know, not telling you or not listening. And, and it makes it so challenging to hear these stories over and over and over.
1: Right.
0: I, I just bringing that level of care up is important, but it, that has to help or that has to happen with awareness. And that's what I love about this is that it's something very simple It's good whether you have AS or you're here to support somebody with AS. Going out and walking is one of the best things you can do. Our bodies are meant to move. The more movement, the better. Right. It just, if it hurts, it's hard.
1: Right. So that is one of the things that um, we struggle with is, is the balance between having people at different levels of their their process with where they are with the disease and having friends and family members who have more, obviously, more ability because we want to encourage people who don't have AS or AXPA to join us because this is also awareness so we can't if we can't get outside of our bubble we can't help other people do you know how many people you hear just on you know a regular basis saying well my back hurts well you know we can poo-poo that and say well you don't know what it means to have your back hurt right or we can say wow this is an opportunity this could be someone who has undiagnosed um as or axpa how do we know well we know by by sharing and saying hey, did you know if you have undiagnosed reason for a back pain where over three months, you might want to get evaluated for this disease that you've never heard of. We can't really pronounce it. We can't even decide on what to call it, you know, (laughs) but, you know, it's so difficult to get the information out. So that's another piece of this walk that I just adore is that, you know, we are in a position to help other people. Hopefully, not go through the process we went through, which was you know years of of doctors you know dismissing what we were saying. So you know I, at one point I did this T shirt in the years back, and I'm gonna bring it back I think, and it says "Ask me big A big S and a small K. Ask me about ankylosing spondylitis." So you know you wear that T shirt and you know, it actually works. And it's a way that you don't have to start the conversation. Someone else started it. But I just spoke with Victoria Greenberg. She's on our board. Her brother, Michael Smith, many might know of him. He um, did Spondeville and advocated for people with AS, with the SAA for years and years. He was probably one of the original advocates. And she was sharing a story about how he was not She went and saw him in in New York City where he lived and said, Michael, you need a haircut. (laughs) And he hadn't gotten his hair cut in a while. And so getting to the bottom of it, it was because he was struggling with being able to walk to the barbershop. And so they went and they walked slowly down to the barbershop and they said, Michael, where have you been? And he, you know, hemmed in hot. he didn't really want to talk about it, but they ended up talking about it and having this conversation and bringing awareness to this whole group of people in this community, small community in a village of New York. And then they learned about the disease and they supported him and helped him get to his to his haircuts I mean it's just there's different opportunities that are available to us if we can just you know have ways to talk about it without necessarily having to you know stand up on our what is it called
0: Yeah, you don't get up on the soapbox but there's ways to there you to go wrap it in. And yeah I will tell you one of for years I fought you know I I'm a man I'm gonna do I don't need help I don't need this you know and after I had had my third hip replacement on my one side I was coming out I was on crutches and I was had a shopping cart was gonna put some groceries in the car and young guy was you know 10 15 feet behind me walking up and he said do you mind if I put those in your car for you and I'll help you out and first I was gonna say no and then kind of had one of those aha moments and I said yeah that'd be great I mean it took him literally two minutes because he had both hands fully functioning It was just like, boom, boom, boom. It would have took me five minutes, took him two. And he's Mm -hmm. like, thanks. And he walked away and I told him, thank you. You know, and I said, you know, not only did he help me, but I helped him feel good. He did something that was Mm. good for the day. It did not put him out of his way. It did not take him an Mm -hmm. an inordinate amount of time. I wasn't asking him to drive me somewhere, but now he gets to walk away and say, I helped somebody and set a good tone maybe for the rest of his day. And and mm-hmm. I started thinking about that. And not that I use that as a way, but it's a great way to open up conversations. I've had meetings where you stop to somebody and they'll say, are you okay? What happened? And you, you just never know if, you, if you're if you not willing to open up and talk about it. You never know when you're going right. to have that time to talk to somebody. And I, I've met people before that said, oh my God, my uncle has that or my cousin has that and I've Mm -hmm. never met another person with it um and and so it really makes if you're willing to talk and you don't have to share your whole life you don't have to be verbose or anything but if you're just willing to talk to people you'll find a lot of them are really interested to know at least that's what I found as I've I've moved through this process now I'm 30 some odd years into this this as well so that makes a big difference for somebody that's you know, just going through the oh my gosh, I've just been diagnosed, and that's where I really think something they, these new in the, the crisis years, as you called them, getting involved with the mm-hmm. walk and everything. I think that's so important.
1: It's very interesting to me in terms of how I try to see who who decides they want to join and who who is more tentative about joining, and really there is a fear level now. I had the same fear level I, I I think if you've gone through those crisis years to the the extent that most of us have which is that the, the, the crazy pain perhaps the, the the iritis if I move then I'm gonna be in bed um, if I you know I that is, is something that once it's so ingrained in you is so hard to break out of. So I had to overcome that myself. And I still, even though at this point I am in a pretty stable spot, thank, thankfully, but I still struggle with that because I, I have that inner voice saying, are you sure that you can go down to the bottom of the Grand Canyon like my whole family wants me to do? And it's called a limiting belief. I, maybe I can't do it. Maybe I can't, but I really want to stop that voice inside my head saying that. And I want to try, I want to try. So for me, I am just continually trying to take the journey of being more active as slowly as i possibly can and build as slowly as poss- as i possibly can so that i don't end up in a crash situation where then those voices come back in and say, I told you you shouldn't have done that. I told you you shouldn't have done that. Of course you couldn't do that. Because it seems like when people are out there saying, oh, I did 5,000 steps today or I did 20,000, you know, we have some people who can do 20,000 steps who have AS. And where's the line between being inspirational and being detriment to people who can't fathom? even you know going a quarter of a mile i'm i'm i work on trying to figure out how to talk about that
0: i don't know I, and i'm see i'm hunched over fused multiple hip replacements i walk with a cane for me a good day i mean a very good day is 3000 steps yes and a really good day but might be but that's
1: a lot of steps maybe
0: 4000
1: that's but you know how do you know? But
0: well, and that's only come from me just saying, well, let's, let's try. Because yeah. what's the worst that's going to happen? I hit 2000 steps. I hit 2200 steps. That's really.
1: Yeah.
0: And if I hit that much, then I know that I have a, a baseline to say, okay, maybe I can do twenty two hundred exactly. one.
1: The baseline. And yeah. I
0: laugh because you mentioned going out to the Grand Canyon. And I, I was joking, I says, <laughs> going down is not the part that scares me. It's coming back up. <laughs>
1: right, it's coming up, yeah.
0: When I was, last time I was in Arizona, I, I don't know if you've been to Sedona before, mm-hmm. but there's a, a mountain slash hill there called Bell Rock. And when you park at the one area, it's very nice, graded path, you know, crushed rock, very easy to walk on. So when I was mm-hmm. out there with my ex-wife, she's like, well, we'll just walk as far as you can go. I was on my cane, I said, okay. I said, I'll let you know when I can't go any further, and we'll go back to the car. She says, just let me know. So we walk and we walk, and I think she thought we would go maybe a couple hundred yards. So we get there, and she goes, are you ready to go back? No, let's go farther. And I said, trust me, I'll let you know. And we just kept going and going, and finally we're climbing up rocks and going. And we got almost, I wasn't at the summit, but I was three-quarters of the way there at the top of this mountain. And people were walking up going, how did you get up here? because I'm here Mm -hmm. with my cane and I'm, you know, I walk hunched over. Mm -hmm. I have the real, you know, fused back. I mean, so we ended up sitting up there and talking to a a few folks that were up there and had a conversation about what I was dealing with. And they just Mm -hmm. were like, they were very so interested. And I was like, that's fantastic. Just they may never meet another person with it. They very well may meet others with it, but at least they know. And so kind of that was probably where I started with the idea about, starting this podcast was that I, I think uh-huh. I'm going to start talking about something that I know and have been living with. And that's kind of what led into this. And originally this was going to be called the voices of AS podcast because I wanted to replicate what cookie was doing with her website mm-hmm. and then kind of morphed into this. And that's why I'm so excited to wrap in all these things like walk his AS now, uh, this has gone off on a tangent. Tell us more about the walk. What is the ultimate goal? What are you hoping for people? Is it individual? Is it team-based? Tell me what they do.
1: So it's, you know, there's so many aspects to it, but it's really quite simple. We form teams and actually you can be a team of one, so you can sign up and be a team of one, but it's really fun to have the camaraderie. So if someone decides that they either want to start a team or walk on a team, we have the ability to do that. So say you want to start a team, you go onto the website, which is walkasone.org and you, up in the upper right-hand corner, there's a sign in button and it asks for an email and a password. And once you do that, it asks you what, if you want to start a team or if you want to join one. And so you just go through the prompts and then there is a dashboard and from that dashboard is the step counting so for right now it is somewhat manual. We have struggled with this process through the years because we are a all-volunteer organization and we have no real funding except for the kind people who donate and it's mostly people with AS and it's, you know, small dollar amounts over time. But once you have that all set um, and you've, you're entering your steps, they start to accumulate. So they accumulate and they show you what your total steps are that you added in and then they add those two. your team so you have your individual steps are always once you've added them they're always going to show and I just want to briefly mention that you can do this basically anonymously so you can join a team and say your name is Jenna with A-S. Nobody's going to know who that is. You don't have to say you're Jennifer Vischer. So you have your page. You have your steps you accumulate. Then those go in and accrue on your team page. So we have a team total. And then all the team totals go into our the whole organization total. So I think I briefly mentioned that the first year I thought, oh, we'll just get a million steps. We'll just all work together and get an, just a little Facebook page. Well, that first year we got a million steps in a few days. So wow. we quickly... <laughs> (laughs) No, It was great. We quickly shifted to circling the globe, which I can't tell you right now how many steps that was, but it felt like a very big deal that we managed to do that. And then we've just escalated. So it went globe moon. And then I don't know, it was my crazy idea. I was like, well, where are we going to go next? So I set the goal for Mars thinking, well, let's just make it something really far off. Well, that's like 316 billion steps. (laughs) So uh, we have right now, I think 3.6. So we have a 3.6 billion steps. We have a long way to go. But it's a goal. It's a goal. And it's being part of something. And what I say to people is just be a part of it. Just be a part of it. Because at some point, because I'm bound and determined, um, and there's a lot of people who are bound and determined, that if we were to reach that goal, I mean, this is a huge thing that's basically a grassroots effort, right? So if we are to reach that goal, say it takes us 10 years. Well, we know what happens in 10 years 10 years you know seems like a lifetime but it's it you know it's also very symbolic for us if it takes that long and it might take longer it just depends on how many people get on board but if we were to reach that goal as a community of people who are just doing it basically through word of mouth and grassroots I'm just saying we made an impact there's no way you, you can't see in your mind's eye the ripples from that um, and the people who've been touched and have hopefully, you know, learned that they can do more than they thought, that they can be part of something bigger than themselves, that they have found community and they've, you know, all of a sudden you go from maybe knowing a couple of people to knowing people across the globe, because this is global. It became global very quickly. It's just, I just think it's a neat way for us all to come together.
0: It is. It's very neat. And for the listeners, I'm gonna tell you, it's so simple. Five minutes before Jennifer and I started talking this morning, I went on, I signed up, created my profile. It gives you a little username that you can change around to whatever you want. So as Jennifer said, you can be anonymous, or in my case, it's just my first and last name. And I went in, you can be on your own team, or in this case, it will show you join teams, and there's a whole list of them all. You can go through there and ask to join a team, and have fun, do it. It's exactly what mm-hmm. I've said through this whole show which is, you know, this is a simple thing that you. If you feel that you're that AS has taken over your life and that you're not in control, here's a simple thing that you can do to take some control back. And it, you don't have to walk three thousand steps in a day, twenty thousand steps a day. No, walk uh, walk across your living room walk outside and around so, the block. Just do something.
1: So, I would love if did you you and I talked about how Cookie had had just recently decided she was going to start to do this. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people know Cookie from Faces of AS. She's a dear friend of mine. We met through advocacy years ago and 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 our friendship has just evolved and developed. She said to me, "Jenna, I'm going to do it." I'm going to do it. And she she got herself a, a tracker and she wrote a blog post the other day. Did you have that? Were you going to read that? I do. That?
0: I'm going to read that, I think, as a special little episode.
1: Oh, okay. Well, if anyone knows, Cookie, if, if you want a sneak peek, you can go find it, I think, on her Facebook page. But it's really amazing because she said to me, well, Jenna, I th- I think I do maybe a hundred steps a day because I have so much you know, experience in all this. I thought she she doesn't realize how many steps right. she gets, but I didn't say anything. And I said, well, just, you know, just get a baseline. Like we were talking about earlier, get a baseline. Don't try to do anything, but go about your regular day. Our event, Walk Your AS Off, which is where we push for a month and all really come together is in the month of May. And so I'm, I've started coming out since I got back into the organization, the beginning of the year, doing a a zoom call and facebook live called walker wednesday where i go live at 2 p.m eastern time and we're just talking we're just starting the conversation doing that just to try to get in touch with people but that was one of the things i said is you know if you're thinking of doing this and you know don't sign up right away but just start tracking your steps you can use a a fitbit or, or something like that you can use your app i have a google phone and i love my google fit app but you can download that to any device iphone has a great app that tracks the steps, just get a baseline. And I think a lot of people will be surprised. So Cookie... Cookie thought she was going to do 100 steps. And she, the first day she said, oh my gosh, And I did 2,400 steps. She, and you know, 2,400 steps times seven days. Right. Yeah. There's
0: no way she was doing just 100 steps.
1: Right, right. But you know what? She's so happy. Mm-hmm. She's so happy because she now feels like she can actually contribute. And those are, you know, I said to her, I was like, well, I sat in front of the computer all day. On Tuesday, I had 1,800 steps. Now, some days I can do 15 thousand so it, i said you know it's just don't let that voice in your head get to you yeah
0: i know when we look at this condition we all know there's certain things with the fragility that our body can encounter that we shouldn't do i know i'm never gonna go sky jump sure that's that's a given and i'm kind of okay with that i'd like to
1: well i'm not either i'd like
0: to try it realistically but uh, okay if i have to give up skydiving i have to give up skydiving but i don't have to give up walking
1: yeah i don't want you to do that
0: (laughs) you know i can easily walk No, right. i can easily and that's why i said you know with folks if they want to start an exercise program they don't need to join a gym put a couple cans in a plastic bag and pick that up while you're sitting there watching tv choose Mm -hmm. to start and that's what i like so much about this is walking is the easiest way to start it's easy it doesn't cost you anything figure out how many steps a little bit is and then just guesstimate if you're close you know you can really do it and if you do 2,000 steps one week because that's the best you can do try for 2,200 steps the week after nobody is going to chastise you for it or say you didn't do enough. Matter of fact, I, I think you're going to find more of encouragement right. than ever anybody saying anything negative about it.
1: Right, right. So, so, the, and that's the other thing too is you can participate and and have an account and be anonymous and maybe there will come a point in time where you are okay with sharing that you're a part of it. And But that's where I, I would love to have people who of all levels consider being a part of this group. We have struggled over the years, as I said, with being a, a nonprofit that's all volunteer based and has no real funding with the technology of all this. But Ricky, who was my vice chair when we started the organization, when I needed to step away for a bit, he came in, he got everything straightened out with the website. And like you said, it, it works mm-hmm. now, which is so exciting for us because we had years where we lost people because our, the technology didn't work, because we just couldn't afford to hire people who were good at it so I think right now because everything is working so well and he's put us in this wonderful position this organization is about to take off and I'm hoping that there's an acceleration in the number of steps we get so that we can if you go on the walk is one website right now there's a bar that shows our progress and it's this little tiny bit that's blue on the left hand side and it's you know because it's we have three billion or so steps and we have to get to three, 316 billion. I would love to see that start to, and it's just going to take people jumping in.
0: Yeah, and total steps so far, 3280000000 280 mm-hmm. million and we need to reach 316000000000 <laughs> Yes. But that number is really of no relevance. It is because it's set for that goal, but the number is really of no relevance. What is, is the more people that participate, everybody, the, these little bricks yes. get put up and that, that wall gets built and it's, it's right there. It's right, and everybody yes. continues to help to progress and add to it. And again, yes. if you do 200 steps in a day, so what? You do 200 steps in a day. You know, if you can push yourself to do 250 steps the next week, great. Because you know who's going to win ultimately? You are. Because you're moving. Right. You're helping your body. I I always tell folks... I'm the type of AS person, physically, you do not want to end up like. You do not want to end up with multiple hip replacements. You do not want to end up fused. And the way to do this is to move. The way to do this is to add exercise in. And that was something that was not ever said to me until I was already well into the Disgust. fusing. You know, right. I, I don't know to this day, you know, you and I are both in the United States. We have a healthcare program that every person, as far as I'm concerned, that gets an AS diagnosis should be given a prescription to yoga, not because yoga is going to solve it, but because they're going to get stretching, they're going to get movement, they're going to get all the things in place that are going to keep them going better longer.
1: Yeah, I think that there's a real gap in the treatment in the U.S. in terms of be, going beyond just medications, because I was never told any of these things. I, I read it in an article. I, I do research on everything because I it's kind of my entertainment too. I, <laughs> I just research everything to death. So I have found so many different things and approaches that keep me as well as possible, the things that, you know, one of the things that's just been disturbing to me is, and this is off on a tangent, but is that I remember when I was first diagnosed, they said, well, you have an autoimmune disease, it's incurable. I'm, yes, yes, that's that's all true. And now that you're on an anti-TNF, you cannot support your immune system. And that just never made sense to me. So it took me a while to sort of change my thinking about that. But I spend a lot of time supporting my immune system and working on going after inflammation wherever it is. And there's things I do to go after inflammation. inflammation because that's, you know, things like I eat almost no sugar and nobody talks about that you know nobody talks about the fact that sugar is an inflammatory mm-hmm. and I could go on and on and it's just but research way, things that cause inflammation in your body you know just because we're on a medication that's reducing inflammation doesn't mean we can't do things that you know aren't don't surround medications that are approaches moving like we're talking about reduces inflammation it's one of the things it's, it's one of many I, I have what's called a lifeboat where I put all these things and I think okay so what do I need to pull out of that lifeboat now to help me with this situation and every things have gone into that over the years as i've learned new things so but i have a mindset of where okay why am i in a flare what is a flare flare is just inflammation mm-hmm. flares more inflammation so why has this happened what did i eat what did i you know am i not sleeping where's the stress coming from all of those things am i not moving enough so again we were talking about this is all just a process i i hope people if they decide to join the walk can share their approaches because that's part of the power of of community
0: too. Again, it's a process, it's a learning. And I know now if I'm hurting, it's either I wasn't active enough, I ate something I shouldn't have ate, or I did something Mm -hmm. to a level that I knew better not to do. You know, (laughs) like uh, even that of the three items, that's the least of the ones that causes me the flare-ups is doing something too much. It's the eating. It's the process. If I... Mm -hmm. I'm overweight. I'm not going to deny that. And I love ice cream, but man, it's all sugar.
1: Oh my God, me too.
0: And it, the next day after I, I eat it, oh, I pay for it. So yeah. you have to be, I now know. it's like, okay, I am I can now, if I get a spoon of ice cream, I just that taste and that's all I can have. And so I know that that all comes from learning and then you can weigh off the risks and benefits. Well, maybe I will have this and know that I might hurt a little bit, but right, you, you just kind of got to go back and forth with the meds that work for you, you know, the Biologics, mm-hmm. Yes, you take a vitamin C, take a zinc, take those, you know, vitamin get D. vitamin D, get D. all of it. You're going to find that I, I think most of us with AS are always vitamin D and probably iron deficient. deficient. And mm-hmm. so, and that doesn't help if you're in a cold climate where you're inside and you can't get right. sun. So the vitamin D supplements become that much more important.
1: Imperative, imperative.
0: All of that yeah. leads back though to the same thing that if you walk, you're, you're outside. outside, You're you're getting <laughs> (laughs) some fresh air, you're getting some activity, and it's going to keep, it's going to hopefully keep your joints from going bad. I can't emphasize enough, Mm -hmm. you don't want to have hip replacements if you can avoid it. You don't want to have knee replacements if you can avoid it. And the best way to do that, because AS is going to attack the cartilage in those areas, it's going to do it unless you combat it. Things like walking, trying the medications out, try a biologic. You might not work for you, and I always feel bad when I see somebody place all, I'm going to be on Humira, and this is going to be the miracle no no hold on it's a medication to try it may Mm -hmm. or may not work so just know that this could be the start of the journey to find the right one and but don't put all your hopes on it because i I hate to see people that it doesn't work and then they're crushed and they say, "Well, none will work for me." Well, that's not true. You just got to keep trying. Right. That's the hardest thing I think and the weirdest thing about this whole AS is that what works for you probably not going to work for me and what works for me probably not going to work for you, except exercise. That's the one commonality.
1: That's a really good point. That we
0: can all that's incorporate a really good point. that it's going to help us all regardless of level of Right. progression.
1: But and so when we say exercise and we say walking, I'm going to I'm I I would love to go back to this and again and say, if you're not doing any exercise at all, these conversations, at least it was for me, In the past, would just shut me Mm -hmm. down because I couldn't even contemplate it. I was at that point in my life in those crisis years where I was almost bedridden. It was so bad. I was on. This was back in the days where they gave out um, pain meds like it was candy. So I really want to try to convey to people that although I am in a good place today, it has been a very long process of trial and error and just insistence that I'm going to keep. Keep trying to find out the ways I can reduce that inflammation, but I was in that place where the idea of moving more was terrifying. Mm-hmm. So just slow and steady. And we have a, a, a neat saying that says, "Find your happy pace." What's the pace that is going to make it that you're, you know, that you're in a good spot and you're not? You know, you were talking about some of the physical things don't necessarily aren't something that will set you in a flare. Well, for me, my husband used to say to me, "If it weighs more than air." <laughs> (laughs) Don't pick it up (laughs) because that could send me off. I mean, if I just just picked up a heavy bag of groceries or, you know, moved a piece of furniture across the room or something. I And, and it was my nature to want to just be be normal and do those things. But, it's, but you know, these are the things that I'm um, talking to the people who are new diagnosed or who have dealt with this for a very long time and are in a spot where they are not moving. Please just consider finding your baseline, like Cookie's example, and think you're going to be surprised that it's not a hundred steps a day. And then once you have that very basic idea, you know, go a month, just put the app on, on your phone and go a month. And then your, the apps are awesome. They will tell you the entire month of March, you did this many steps. We'll divide it by the number of days and you have a, you have your baseline. So then you, maybe you take April and you say, okay, my baseline is 1200 steps every day for the month of March. I'm going to shoot to do Mm
0: 1300.
1: I mean that you can go that slow.
0: And that's the best thing about walking is there's no, there's nothing that says you have to do X, whatever X is. You do what you can do and be happy with it, right? Because there's well, no you're and not competing. Against you
1: don't have to walk out your door, right? Right, and you don't have to walk out your door to do it. So I would get to the point where I say, okay, you haven't moved enough today, but it's 30 degrees outside. I live in Maine. I want to get an extra hundred steps. Well, you know, it's not very many laps around the kitchen island for me to get a hundred steps, and I just circle the around, the, and I was safe. I was warm. I was safe. My balance got a little off. There's a countertop right there. I know it sounds funny, but nobody's watching. Right. You know, nobody's watching. But those but 100 steps are a difference.
0: Yeah, everything is good. That's what I've said, exercising with canned goods in a plastic bag. For me, when I started to say I needed to get more mm-hmm. upper body strength, I knew I wouldn't go to a gym. I could join a gym. I just wouldn't go. Yeah. So I started thinking, what can I do to motivate right. myself? And so I said, you know what? I like to watch TV. But... But to watch TV, what comes up? Commercials. Every commercial, I do push-ups. When the commercials end, I end. I go back to watching my show. That's great. And it forced me to, it did a couple of things. forced me to get down on the floor, which meant I had to get back up off the floor. Mm. And again, walking with a cane and all that, I had to. I had to do some stretching and I can do a few now, but I used to be like three or four. That's how bad it was. But you got to start somewhere and nobody was, right. no, nobody else was there. Nobody's laughing at you. Nobody's criticizing you. It's, you right. know, and so you just practice kneeling down on the floor, getting back up off the floor, you know, stretching, exercise all that yeah. to where I like to incorporate some kettlebell stuff now. Now, again, none of that's real hardcore, but it's it's all movement. It's all stuff that my body needs to do.
1: But you couldn't imagine it at the no, beginning, I would not bet. Not at all.
0: Not in the slightest bit. Yeah. If you would have told me I'd have been working out with kettlebells yeah. five years ago, I would have said, you're nuts.
1: You're out of yeah. your mind, yeah.
0: So you mentioned it earlier. I, I didn't want to get too far from the mm-hmm. walk AS. Tell, tell about what happens in May. What's the goal of May?
1: So the reason why we have this all, when it started is... It was, we actually uh, used to have AS the month of... I think it was the month of April, it used to be the AS month, but then arthritis became awareness month in May. So we shifted it to coincide with just all of the arthritises anyway. But when we started, we actually did the event for 2 months. It just became a lot. The organization, you can log your steps year round. We have, you know, smaller events the rest of the year where we focus on walking. Your team can keep going, you can keep going, we can keep adding steps any all time. But But we focus in on that month because it's an awareness month it also has world as day in it which is the first saturday of the month so that's why it's may but when we started i i read well it takes six to eight weeks to form a habit so i didn't want it to just be like you know they have arthritis walk or they have you know the alzheimer's walk or and it was one event you had to show up Uh, if you're flaring on that day you're not going to be able to show up so that was when the idea of it being virtual came up. And I have to say, I think we were the first people who started doing virtual walks for disease community because we can track it all the way back to, to that 2011, 2012 timeframe. So we came up with that idea and we were just connecting with everyone online. And so it's just, it's a fun month and it it has World AS Day and it's arthritis, the month of arthritis awareness. So a lot happens in that month for these communities with autoimmune arthritis. So that's helpful too, because there's more content and there's more different types of activities and whatnot happening. So, So that's when the walk your AS off happens. So that's our, event. It's kind of like, think of it like the the Ice Bucket Challenge. You know, that's I think ALS, but everyone knows of the Ice Bucket Challenge, but it's tied to an organization. So it's kind of, that's kind of why it has a different name because it's just an event for for the organization. That's
0: cool. Mm Well, and I'm thinking, it just hit me for anybody, of any of the listeners right now that are, I'm going to be in Poland the last two weeks of April. I know I have listeners in Poland. Hit me up through my website, spondypodcast.com. And maybe a few of us can get together and do a a walk in Poland for the day Wouldn't to track be some great? steps, get some pictures taken. That would be fun. So hit me up through spondypodcast.com. I'll be in Krakow. So let me know. Maybe a few of us can get together and do a walk for an afternoon and get some pictures. That'd be great to have any of you on board. So sorry, I didn't mean to go off. I just thought of that, Jennifer. And I said, this would be a great. No, way no, to get I love
1: that. And you know what? That's yeah, bringing up to me that we just added a Google translator to the Walk Your AS Off website. The two websites, WalkYourAsOff.com. That also has our um, walk gear on it. So t-shirts and water bottles that helps support the organization. And then we have the walk as one website. So you can get to the sign up and the step logging through either of those. But right now we've translated the walkyourasoff.com into pretty much any language. So, which is huge because we are global and we've had issues with that where people want to participate, but there's a language barrier. So we're thrilled about that. We're in the process of, sorry about that, trying to get Walk as one website, which is not WordPress. It's a little more complex because it's Python. So we are trying to get a Google translator on that one before the Walk this year so that the step reporting information has the language um, translator on it as well, which I think is going to be a game changer for us. So that's very...
0: Anybody listening, again, hit me up through the website. If you're not comfortable with English, I'm on Viber as well, and we can communicate that way, which has a great translation app built into it. Viber is kind of like a WhatsApp, but <laughs> it's got the translation app built into it. So if you're if you're oh, in Poland, you're in anywhere, Germany, whichever, and you're comfortable with English, but not comfortable with English, but still would like to communicate, reach out to me through spondypodcast.com. There's a connect button on there. You'll see everything in the show notes. I'll give you my Viber information and you can reach out to there and we can kind of go back and forth and I'll be happy to answer any questions. So there, there's a lot, but anybody that's in Poland or wants to even come to Krakow during that time, let's, let's put a time together and get... Get a few of us together and do some walking. Maybe there's a castle in Krakow. That'd be cool to do a walk around a castle.
1: Oh, that'd be neat.
0: We know we've got the big event in May that can kick off. This is such a neat. Mm -hmm. I've had Ricky on the show before years ago when I was just starting the show. Ricky was one of the first guests. He's fantastic, and it's been great to get you on now too. And for anybody listening, the websites will be in the show notes. Everything that you need to know to sign up for this is in the show notes. Let me know if you sign up. I'd love to see in there. Reach out. Say hey. I heard it. I signed up, and I want to get and pick a number. I don't care if you pick one step a day, ten steps a day, a hundred steps a day, ten thousand steps a day. Whatever you're wanting to do, let's do this. Let's put the steps behind it. Let's get raising some awareness. And once we hit Mars, that's a great way to to reach out and and get even more national awareness of what we're achieving by working with Je- you, Jennifer.
1: I want to I want to beat Elon Musk to Mars. <laughs> I want to do. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that'd be that'd be fun. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? This is such a great organization, great event. Seriously, sign up. It's very easy. You'll find the links in the show note. And if you have questions, Jennifer is on the different AS forums. I'm on the different AS forums. If you're struggling, questioning whether you can do it or not, you're not sure because you're new into the dealing with the condition, reach out to any of us. Reach out and say, hey, I just need to run this by absolutely you know we've all had this condition for a long time and have been through the ups mm-hmm. and the downs and i'm always not the best of being empathetic towards what the folks are going through um but i know what you're going through i've been there and i'm happy to talk with you about it so don't ever hesitate to not reach out don't go through this alone i went through it alone you don't have to go through it absolutely. alone Absolutely. and mm-hmm. there's great places like jennifer what you started i just i've watched this for years i've always said every year it's one of those i want to participate i want to participate oh it's gone i want to participate want to participate oh it's gone and so it's taken me a number of years mm-hmm. to finally get up and say let's do it and i'm so glad to have had you on today to talk about this
1: thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it it was
0: my pleasure
1: really appreciate it. Again,
0: reach out in the show notes. Everything's going to be listed there. If you're in Poland, hit me up through the website. We'll touch base through Viber and we'll be able to easily communicate back and forth and at least figure out what we're saying. I I know there can be some issues with the translation, but trust me, we'll get it. It'll be perfect. So with that, Mm -hmm. thank you. I look forward to seeing you online and let's get this done. Let's knock some steps out.
1: Oh, wonderful. It's going to be a great year. It will be.
0: Thank you. You take care.
1: Thanks, Jason. I appreciate it.